What's up, guys? If you've been around this podcast for a while, you know that I've spent majority of my career in the beauty industry. Well, all of my career in the beauty industry, 19 years to be exact. And if you've listened to a few of these, you know that I'm really passionate about helping other anxious creatives make, wa make waves in their business to actually overcome that overwhelm, that stress, that anxiety, that frustration of getting taken advantage of by your clients that feeling like you don't actually have control over your business and you have these big dreams and these goals, but you just don't feel like you can do them. I get it. I've so been there. And that's why I created this podcast. And that's why I created my online programs as well. You may have heard me talk about rock your consultation or rock your business. These are programs that I've created specifically for you to help you in your journey, help you avoid the trial and error and the defeat and the failures that I've had to go through in my career. So today I have a very special guest on here. It is one of my rock your business alumni, but that is not her only thing. Holy cow, this girl is on fire. I feel like I should sing Alicia Keys. This girl is on fire. No, I should stick to my day job, right? Um, but literally, you're gonna be so inspired, so blown away, not only by the things that she's doing in her business, but what she's overcome in her life as well. So I know I say buckle up every week, but really, buckle up and get ready for an amazing episode with my friend, my Rock Your Business family member, Jody. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. All right, you guys, I have a special treat for you today. I am with Jodi Brown. She is a hairstylist for the past 15 years. She's also a Rock Your Business alumni family member, and she has just recently become a, not just recently, but she is a, I'm going to start that all over. That's terrible. <laughs> hey guys, I am here with Jody Brown. She is a hairstylist, a brand strategist, and an Instagram educator, as well as a Rock Your Business alumni member. Welcome, Jody. Hi. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. Yeah. So let's get into who you are and, and what you're all about, because I feel like people like hear, oh, like hairstylist, but like brand strategist, Instagram, edu wow, I'm saying that too fast, brand strategist, <laughs> Instagram <laughs> educator. What does that mean? So basically what I do is I help beauty professionals leverage their online presence to create like a consistent brand. Um, and also I educate them about how to properly use Instagram, but without all the overwhelm, like without all that, oh, I need to turn out like, you know, 14 pieces of content per day in order to be productive. Like I want people to kind of experience the benefits without all the overwhelm that is associated. I like that. You know that I'm all about that. I, <laughs> yeah. I like, I'm always talking about like, don't use social media if you don't like it. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and you can outsource it too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Like it's, it's good. There's a lot of teaching around, like you need to be posting this many times. I remember when I first started with Instagram, I loved it. And then I became addicted to it. Mm -hmm. And then it caused all sorts of problems in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so how long have you been a hairstylist? 
like 15 years and my mom was a salon owner before then so I teethed on perm rods basically <laughs> I love that. so, so you could be like I've been a hairstylist my whole life yeah I did my first set of foils with a box of blondissima and a pencil when I was 11 so oh wow <laughs> legit true story you can ask my friend Katie <laughs> yeah that's like legit right before we started recording I was saying to Jody like it's like when you're on your first day of doing hair and the client's like how long have you been doing hair and you're like a year because you count your school yeah but you could have been like but you know if you started when you're 18 you could be like seven years yeah. <laughs> I was 11 yeah I love totally. that so walk me through the journey of going from being a hairstylist to then expanding into a brand strategist and Instagram educator okay so um I've been for a long time when I came back off maternity leave Instagram for the hair community was just kind of coming out um, and I just thought it was so cool to be able to kind of share and create in a different way. Cause I'm at the core, just like a creator. Like I love to create pretty things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started just taking photos of my work and I noticed that it was getting me new clients. So I really dove in and tried to get educated. And then a lot of my friends would ask me for advice, um, on how they could like improve their Instagrams and all that kind of thing. So I used it in my personal business for the entire time. So that I've been off maternity leave. So like five mm -hmm. years. Um, and then one of my girlfriends one day posted like, Hey, is anyone a like web designer or like a, um, social media manager? And I was like, well, I'm not, but I can, I can do whatever you need. And she's like, oh, I want to rebrand my business and like hire someone to do my social media. And I was like, I'll do that. So I just kind of dove right in and took her through the whole thing. And as I was telling her things, it, you know, when you do something and you think everyone just knows it mm -hmm. because you know it. So as I was telling her all this stuff, she was like, oh my God, really? Like, wow, that's so cool. And I, it just kind of clicked in my head that not everyone knows this stuff. And yeah. then I was at one of your classes actually. And I remember someone asked a question about social media and the resounding like comment in the room was that people were so overwhelmed by it. I don't know if you remember that, but it was like, oh, and you were like, oh, I'm not really the social media person, but um, yeah, everyone's like, oh, I'm just so overwhelmed. Like I hate Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, like I hate that people feel this way. Cause I love Instagram and what it's been able to do Right. Um, for me and I'm an anxious person. So like, it's not like I was like, you know, some rock star and it was hideous when I first started, but I just thought it was so cool what we could achieve and like the connections we could make. So yeah. that's when I decided to dive in. I love that. Was that just a, yeah, that was at that, that class that we, yeah, that's so cool. So cool. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like talking in code yeah. <laughs> um, only because I don't want to ruin the rest of the podcast. So Jody and I's relationship, I'm going to walk you through the steps of our relationship. So our, we first met, um, virtually mm -hmm. like last 2019 in, in the fall. I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah in the fall for sure. So I want to hear a little bit about your personal story, because I know you've shared a little bit with, with me, and if, and if you're okay with sharing, like, tell me, where were you at in life back in, in you know, August, September 2019? Okay, so um, I was coming off of probably, like, the worst few years of my life, um, not work-wise, uh, but... I, so I talked about how I came back off maternity leave. So I came back off maternity leave and 
we got married, bought a house, like did all this super fun stuff. Um, and I was so excited. And then about a year after we got married, we started trying to have another baby. And um, it was, we tried for about a year and um, it was just not happening. So I thought like, oh, it's going to be something little. Um, so I went to go see my doctor and they diagnosed me like immediately with secondary infertility. So the definition of that is like, you've been trying for a year, you're not pregnant, you're infertile. Um, wow. So we started, like I went for, I remember going for this test and my um, OB was like, yeah, just like come to the hospital and whatever. It's going to, it's super not like painful. And I just remember like laying there in this room and this is like one of my lowest moments ever. And I just like, was like thinking about how, like, I couldn't like, I couldn't get pregnant, like all this stuff. And it was like my fault. And I had this like dye test done and it was like so painful. It was, I was alone in this room and these people were talking about like how weird my, oh, like, oh no, like this fallopian tube is so like distorted or something. And they were just saying these like horrible things mm -hmm. and as if I wasn't even a person, as if I like wasn't even there. Um, it was, it was a, like an actual nightmare. And then I did like four rounds of fertility drugs um, gained like 45 pounds. So I was so depressed and I worked really hard to lose it after my son. So that was something that was really difficult for me as well. And then finally I went in for surgery and I woke up from the surgery and I remember I was supposed to have three like cuts basically. And there was one and I was like, what's going on? Why is there only one? And he's like, Oh, the, your test showed up wrong. Everything's actually fine. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm not pregnant. This has been like, it had been like two and a bit years at this point. I was like, yeah, I don't really know what to tell you. Like everything's fine. Um, so then they finally decided to test my husband. And it turned out that he had this like super rare condition that basically was like a vasectomy. Like he was wow. not. Yeah. So it was from like something when he was like way earlier. So he produced, it was basically the whole time. It was that he couldn't have kids anymore wow. which was so crazy so after all this stuff like we started talking about in vitro we started talking about all these things and I was so obsessed with it like everything was going great at work and I would come home after work and I would just like crawl into bed and I would just cry and I like on the weekends like I wouldn't I wouldn't like leave my room like I was not even able to participate in my existing child's childhood because I was so consumed with my depression about my inability to have another baby. Um, and so uh, it was just horrible. I get like choked up talking about it. It was so yeah. such a tough experience. And I felt like, I mean, I have quite a few friends who are suffering with infertility who don't have any kids. So I felt like I couldn't I felt like I couldn't talk about it like and like share about it because there were other people who had it worse and like had you know couldn't have kids at all and that was what everyone would always say well at least you have Mason at least you have Mason so that was yeah honestly the worst time of my life and it probably looked like from the outside like everything was perfect like at this gorgeous little you know gorgeous little toddler and like my career was going really well and you know 
like my husband is my best friend. Like I, um, we've known each other forever. So yeah, it was just crazy that like, I don't know, my whole mindset was just so negative, I guess. So when I, oh, and also while all this was going on, um, anyone that lives in Alberta, my husband's an iron worker. So <laughs> the recession came down and all of a sudden there was no work for him. <laughs> oh, so I was, yeah. So I was also the sole provider for my family at that time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's well, where I, I was coming off of. <laughs> yeah. And, and I really hear, like, I know I've been in places before. I, I haven't had the same scenario or struggle, but where you feel like you're feeling so much pain and so much hurt, but you're minimizing your own pain because you think other people have it worse. And I remember totally. Nick once saying to me, like, Don, like your pain is valid. I'm going to get choked up. But like, realizing that like whatever you're going, <laughs> we're both going to end up crying, whatever no. you're going through, you're allowed to feel it fully. And it doesn't take away or minimize what, what else, what, what someone else is going through. And, For sure. But yet we don't allow ourselves to feel things fully. Cause we think, well, you know, like you're like, well, I do have a child and like those person, those people don't, or, you know, whatever Absolutely. it is that you're currently going through. Um, yeah, for sure. That's a lot. That's, that's heavy. And that's a lot yeah. to carry. So then, you, you know, you're being the sole pro provider and is that right around the time you joined Rock Your Business? Yeah. Like, were you the sole provider and you invested in this education? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like, um, I couldn't continue the way, like I was at my breaking point. Um, and it was just, and then my husband too, like would get called away at the, so at the last minute he would go on like a shutdown. So then I would have all this stuff booked and all of a sudden I'm having to, I had to find a day home that would keep my son till eight o'clock at night. So right. I, rem I think one of the days before I signed up for the program, I was like sitting there with my child in the bathtub at like nine o'clock at night. Cause I just picked him up, feeding him a peanut butter sandwich while I'm washing him, trying to get him ready for bed. And I was just like, I can't go on like this anymore. Like I can't continue. This is not an attainable, I mean, not a sustainable like way of living anymore. So yeah. that was, yeah. So when I saw your, and I was making like good money, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't enough that we didn't care about money. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. when I saw your program and just how like real you were, I felt like I was like, you could meet me where I was at. And that's why it was so important for me to find a way to invest in the program. And I had to do a payment plan. I couldn't afford to buy it up front at yeah. the time. Yeah. So yeah. And and how do you feel now that you're months after taking it? Oh my God. <laughs> if you would have told me that I could feel this way at like at that time, I would have been like, ha, like <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> so um, it was like, I felt like the program instantly helped me like shift my mindset a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just, that was like a huge part of being able to kind of start to create balance. I added online booking to my schedule too, which, cause that's another thing you get home and you've worked all day and I'm putting my baby to bed and I'd like lay, lay in bed. And I'd be like, okay, now I got to respond to all these text messages. Yeah. And <laughs> so hairstyles don't count that at work as work. 
No. So if you think about it, you're working what, like 13, 14 hour days? Yeah. It's like, not worth it. No. And it's not like you can text people all back at the same time. Like it's like, oh, you text them and then you wait for their response to see if they want that appointment. And it's like, mm. so yeah, that I added online booking and that was like an instant wait off yeah. of my shoulders. So I love that. So, okay. So that was September and you take rock your business. Now, be completely honest with me. Did you, were you able to keep up with it week to week or did you like, you have it for forever so you can go back, mm -hmm. but, um, being working so much, having your husband go away from times, having a child, um, did you, were, did you sit down each week and make time to go through it or did you fall behind at any points? I, I have a follow-up question to this. So that's why I definitely, yeah, no, I definitely fell behind. And then, um, I actually, when you opened it the next time I emailed Elena and I was like, Hey, I know you guys probably don't normally do this, but like, is there any way I can join like the next one? Cause yeah. I'm so behind. I feel like I can't catch up. And yeah. yeah. I think, and that, that's what I love is like, because I wanted to like, I was hoping that that's what you would say because um, <laughs> um, I think a lot of times when people are like looking at, at programs and like considering investing in themselves, they're like, they have like the intention that they're like, I'm going to sit down like for the two hours a week and I'm going to do my homework. And then week three hits and some of the excitement's worn off and then real life happens and we can't predict what's going to happen in the future. And then you get behind and I know I've done it where I beat myself up and I'm like, well, I clearly just not cut out for the things that I wanted to get out of this. But I love that you fell behind because life happens. And then you're like, no, I'm going to pick myself back up. I'm going to follow through on it. But I love that it's like, it's there forever. Um, and people can, can always go back once you've gotten the program. It's not, um, you know, it's not something that you have to continually pay for forever. Once you've paid for no. it, you've got it and you can go back and you've got the community. So I love that. Um, yeah. Okay. So then fast forward, we're talking about Jody and I's relationship, if you guys have forgotten. So we like met when you were thinking about, we virtually met when you were thinking about joining Rock Your Business. Yeah. You were not in a great place. Um, you decided to take the plunge, you know, invest in yourself, believe in yourself. I always, my quote that I say is like, um, you head in the direction of what you believe is possible. So your beliefs are a compass. And mm -hmm. so it's not that just believing something will have to make it happen on its own. That's why I kind of call bullshit on manifestation is because like just hoping for something won't make it happen. It means you actually take steps. And if you're looking over here and trying to walk this way, for those of you that are listening to this, you can't see what I'm doing, but if you're watching it on YouTube, you can see, but if you're looking one way and trying to walk the other, you inadvertently just start curving the way you're looking. And so people yes. are like, I can have that, but I don't think that I can. And like that whole, when you say like the mindset, you have to change the mindset before you start doing the practical things. Otherwise oh, the practical sure. things won't stick. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've loved seeing with you over the last few months. So fast forward, I was coming to Edmonton to teach a class in the beginning of March, right before, I think COVID was a word we had kind of heard, but like, didn't really, you're hearing about yeah. it. Like, I don't really remember being nervous about it by any means. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sanitizing my hands nearly as much. Um, anyway, so I was going to Edmonton and um, I still had, you know, a few spaces in my class and you just like literally just popped into my mind. I was like, Jody, And I was like, I think, was it, I, did I DM you on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to let sure, I, I wanted to make her know that, that 
I would love to have her in class. So I reached out to her personally and was like, Hey Jody, like, I'm just, I'm going to share my perspective and then you share your, or my experience on my end. And then you share yours. Cause I had no idea okay. until you shared it. And I was like, you know what, Jody's such a, like, she's such a, she, she was such a participant in the community. Like I saw your name always coming up in the rock your business community. Like I was really familiar with who you are because of how active you were and how much you were taking action and sharing with the group and not only sharing your experiences, but helping. And so my mind was like, oh yeah, Jody's in Edmonton. I should invite her to come join the class. And so I just like sent a DM being like, Hey, I, you came to mind. I just thought of you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd love to have you in the class. Um, and you just were like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Like, this is such a wonderful invitation. Um, and then you decided to come and, um, yeah. And then I was like, that's really cool. It'd be great to actually meet you in person. Cause we yeah. had done the virtual meet. We, I had seen you inside of rock your business, but we had never actually met. And so to me, it was just like, oh yeah, I should invite Jody. And then and then you came and it was great. It was wonderful. And I was like, I feel like we've known each other for so long. That's my side of it. And then when you like weeks later shared with me your side, it was such like a cool cos cosmosis. No, that's not the right word. Cosmic. <laughs> cosmic, yes. Cosmic, cosmosis, cosmetology, cosmic <laughs> thing that I thought was so neat. And I would love if you shared it with everyone, if you're open to Okay, I will share and I will preface this by saying I think when I'm looking back on like how I got where I'm going, I'm going to be like this was the defining moment. Um, okay, so when I got Dawn's DM, I had just finished a bar class and I was sitting in my car bawling my eyes out trying to figure out how I could calm down to drive home. Um, I don't, I, I can't remember what the actual situation had been. I think either my husband had just gotten laid off or he hadn't been working for a while. One of the two. So, and I was literally just like, I'm working my ass off here and I am not sorry. Can I say that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, say anything. and I'm like not getting ahead. And I was literally just like, I don't know. Cause like, again, like I was, you know, trying to make all the money and it isn't his fault. My husband would take any job, but it was just like, it was, we were just in such a bad place. And I was literally just sitting there like, woe is me. Like I FaceTime my dad and I was like, so upset. I just could not calm down. Um, which is not like, I'm a crier, but that it was like, it, the, it was one of those like my world is crashing moments yeah, like the weight and, of the world was on your shoulders yeah and I was just and I was probably sitting there crying for like a solid like 45 minutes um I actually drove to a different place in the parking lot so that the person I was at bar with like wouldn't see me I've, done that. I've totally done that <laughs> yeah and um so then I got off with my dad and I was just like when I was like having a little scroll through Instagram and I got your DM and I was just like this is like a sign like I looked up to you for so long obviously I'd made the changes um in rock your business and I'd had these like you know wins and from implementing the program and I just like felt like I had to go and I was at a place where I was like any invitation any social invitation I just feel like no like I can't um it was just like I'm like I was avoiding people at all costs because I was so depressed um in that moment too so yeah it was that was the moment where I started to change and address the problems I was having so what made you say yes 
to the invitation? I don't even know. I don't even know. It was just like, I felt like I had to, like, it just felt like a, like it just, and this is even before I was like really that into like the whole, like the universe, like power of the universe stuff, which yeah. I 100% believe in now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just felt like I had to, like, it was like, not even a question. I didn't even think about yes or no. I was just like, oh my God, yes, I have to like, so and then I stopped crying and then I drove home and told my husband. So, <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. And yeah. And then yeah. since then, I would say, would it be a month or two months later that. That was in um, March. Yeah. And then you were ready for some more high level coaching. Yeah. And yeah, let's, let's chat about that. So, cause now you are part of a mastermind group that I um, host, host, yes. is that the right word? Coach. Yeah. I hate the word. We were just talking about this before. Facilitate. About, like, facilitate. <laughs> I feel like coach means like above and I like to be like alongside. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, but yeah, how's it, what's your, so, cause I've seen your business completely like, um, change and grow and not only your business, but you, like you as a person, your confidence, your like aura, the way you hold yourself is completely different. And so share with me a little bit about, uh, joining this, this high level mastermind group and, and the friendships you found there, what you've learned and grown and what are the differences you've found between it and rock your business? Oh my goodness. Like what hasn't changed since I joined the mastermind? Yeah. And you joined um, during a pandemic. Yes. <laughs> when, yeah. I, uh, again, I just like, was like, I have to, like, this is, I just felt like it was the thing that I had to do. Um, oh man, I've been wanting to switch up my business forever. Like I loved my clients. I loved being behind the chair, but I've always wanted to do kind of, you know, when you've just been in the business for so long, you're like, what's next. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like salon ownership was right for me. And I didn't feel like, um, traditional brand education was right for me either. Like, and by brand, I mean like working for a company as an educator. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just had this like idea, which we've already talked about. And then when the opportunity to join the mastermind came up, but I was, you know, when you're like, when you're creating something that hasn't really been done before, you're like, where do I start? Like, what's the, what's going to be the thing. And I just remember reading somewhere that like, do the thing that's going to move the needle in your business. Um, and for me, that was joining the mastermind. Like, the relationships, um, that I've been surrounded by such like kick-ass, like go-getters is so like, it's life-changing. Like it's been such an amazing, um, experience for me just to, and be able to like bounce ideas off of, you know, who is like one of my, like, I mean, this is going to sound real, I don't know how to say this without sounding so cringe, but like one of my personal like heroes, basically, like you like have changed so much for me. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been huge. And like rock your business, I felt was more, um, it's definitely more of like a, like a program, right? Whereas the mastermind I think has just been, it's almost like a, like a business incubator. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. like been such a like 
cool place to like when you're self-employed, sometimes it can be very lonely and mm -hmm. your friends only want to hear about like your business so much. Right. Mm -hmm. And like when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting something, that's literally all you want to talk about. So <laughs> having yeah. people who are right there with you is, is so powerful. The mastermind really is the next step after rock your business. Like you needed to know what you yeah. knew and rock your business. You need those, that foundational work. And it's yes. not just foundational work, but it's, it teaches you the foundation and builds upon it. And then you can translate it, whether you become an independent educator, whether you, you know, you pivot your business, whether you stay behind the chair, whether you become a totally. boss, those sorts of things. But yeah, it's yeah. been so cool. Like, cause you were already doing your brand strategy and your Instagram education. And I just have seen it explode since you have joined the mastermind. Yeah. Plus you even started like your own, like with, um, you know, like accountability group with one of the other girls in it, which I love. Yes. Totally. And it was just because it was so like, I've seen what it can do. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that was such a um, game changer for me too, is, you know, when you're trying to, and I know I'm going to use the word coach because I just think it's what most people, you know, yeah, but yeah. we, we know we hate the word coach. Um, but like, I see so many people who are like trying to be coaches and they don't have one. So mm -hmm. it's like, I like in like, or even like that, like sense of community. So I think that has been huge. Like my belief in how much it's changed things for me has really allowed me to believe and help others. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And like, really like, huge. I was just saying to someone not too long ago, like we need to be more like linked arms, like red Rover together beside each other rather than on a hilltop being like, oh, that's really cute that you're doing that. And that's some people's yes. experience where that's the last thing I ever want to do when I'm trying to help other people succeed. It's like, no, no come sure. up here with me and let's, let's, let's take this industry by storm yes. and let's shift the way it goes. <laughs> um, well, so, so what can we expect next from you? Oh, um, I'm working on some super exciting stuff. I'm actually almost finished my first uh, online course. So Amazing. it's about, yeah, it's gonna, so my focus, like how I approach Instagram a little bit differently, this course is specific to Instagram, but that's not what I'm about in general. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it starts with like your intentions and mm -hmm. like how you can use Instagram as a tool without being consumed by it and how you can connect with Cause that's what I think of Instagram as is like a connection tool, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know that many of the opportunities that I have now would be social media and wanting to be social on social media. So yeah, my online course. And then I'm also opening up some private coaching in the next couple of weeks as well. So I did have a cap on the amount of people I wanted to take in. Cause I really want to give like one-on-one -on -one quality, mm -hmm. um, and be able to really go all in on people's businesses. So yeah, that's I love what's it. Next do you also me. do you still offer Instagram management? I do. Yes, I offer. Um, I'm really specific on um, what kind of Instagram management because I'm 
very different than like your traditional big Instagram companies who are like, here's your, like all about the analytics and like just posting or whatever. I'm all about like building an authentic connection with your audience. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do offer that. And if that's something that people are interested in, then they're more than welcome to apply. And it's not just for big salons. It's also for independent stylists who just don't want to do it. I'm more than happy to, whether you want to learn how to do it yourself or just off outsource it. Mm-hmm. I, I do both. So I love that. Jody, where can people connect with you after this podcast? Um, I'm always on Instagram. So yeah. that's probably the best place. So at it's Jody Brown. Okay. Um, and and we'll, also, we'll put this in the show notes so you guys can find it too. Yeah, for sure. So I've been making some IGTVs and there's always some good um, free resources at the link in my bio too. So awesome. Ooh, yeah. what's the free resources? Give us a little there's, teaser. Okay. I have a couple new ones coming out actually. Um, I have uh, photography hacks. So three things you can do on your next photo. And this is from a professional photographer to just make it pop a little bit more and just make your images a little higher quality, like real easily. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also have a core content framework workbook. So it, it again, teaches you how to be intentional and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Every time you want to post, it will help you build a list that you can go back to again and again. I love that. That's awesome. You guys should definitely go to her Instagram. It's Jody Brown. Check out the link in her bio get the freebies. They're going to be so good. Thank you, Jody, for coming on the podcast. I, I have to say like watching your journey over the last year, I am beyond proud of all the things you've overcome, the things you're doing and the things you're achieving. And I can't wait to see what's next for you and what you're going to do. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Yay. Yay. Wow. How amazing is Jody? I literally have so much fun every time I chat with her. I love her story. She started out in, you know, such a crappy place. Life was not, you know, from the outside, her career looked like she was doing amazing, but from the inside, she just wasn't feeling fulfilled. And that is what I am all about. I can help you with your business. And it would be so easy for me to just throw a bunch of to-dos and a list of things you should do that will make you look successful on the outside. But I know you're like Jody and I, and success on the outside isn't enough to create that feeling of satisfaction in life. And that's why my programs and what I what I teach and, and how I mentor is working from the inside out. You gotta get the inside right first before you can get the outside right. And I know you're the same kind of person where you couldn't just get any old person in your chair or if you're, maybe you're going into independent education or maybe you're wanting to start your own mentoring and you know that authenticity and realness is a key value in that then friend, you're in the right place. And I just wanted to remind you to get on the wait list for Rock Your Business. It is the perfect starting place, whether you're thinking about going out on your own as an independent hairstylist, whether you're working alone or you're a boss, or even if you're in, I have students that have joined Rock Your Business while still in hair school or at a commission salon. This program can be meets you where you're at. I have a lot of people joining who are wanting to start their own mentoring or coaching programs and things like that. And it's the great great foundation. So where you're at, definitely check it out. Get on the waitlist, donbradley.com slash R-Y-B. You get hooked up majorly when you're waitlist. You get first dibs inside the program and maybe you could be the next Jody. I would love for you to be the person I'm highlighting next. Not even, not even a year 
from when she made the decision to invest in herself, invest in her business and start making changes. Although she didn't feel ready, although it didn't feel like financially the right time, you got to trust your gut on this. So if you've related to how I speak and teach and how I help people grow, and if you relate to Jody's story, do yourself a favor and get on the wait list. I would love to see you on there. All right. Until next week, go check out Jody on Instagram. It's Jody Brown. Send her a DM, let her know that you watched, maybe you're watching, maybe you're listening, that you listened into this program. Like always, if you have been listening to this on Spotify or YouTube, or not YouTube, or on iTunes, know that these, you can watch these videos um, on YouTube or on my website at donbradley.com slash podcast. Let me know what you think of this episode. I love hearing from you. Leave a review. That would mean the world. Honestly, they make my day. Leave a review, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Let's change this industry together, friend. All right. See you next week.